everyone. It's Hannah Nieves of the Agent House Podcast, and we're back. And we're talking about decisions as a seven-figure founder and what I've learned along the way. And you know, just from listening to this podcast and also being in the community, we don't sugarcoat things. We always pull back the curtain on things because I want to be as transparent as possible because... I'm going to be honest, there's a lot of smoke and mirrors in the industry. There's a lot of gatekeeping in the industry behind really, really expensive masterminds and, you know, coaching opportunities. I'm here to just like open up the door and have the conversations. And this one I want to talk about is I have been going through this big reflection as we have been refining HN House and we're launching a new app and community and which we're going to be talking about soon. So I'm excited. But I've been observing the people that we have worked with over the last few years, which have been over 500 people. And this is what I do on a Saturday morning with my coffee. And I was thinking about, you know, what what are the differences between people that continuously grow and scale and not just in their business, but personally, mentally, physically, what are the characteristics that help people continuously grow? And it really all comes down to mindset. And that's what I want to talk about today. So as we've you know, grown our businesses over the last few years, and we went from one to, I joke and say we have 59 brands, but it feels that way some days. Um, we went through one to now four brands, essentially. In the last few years, I've learned a lot about myself. I've learned a lot about my team. And I've also learned a lot about the clients and you know their growth story as well. And throughout you know the last few years, there, personally speaking, there have been some of the highest of the highs, and also there have been the lowest of the lows. And when I say the highs of the highs, you know, record revenue months and having, you know, this team that's growing. We just bought a 160 acre farm. We opened up a studio, went to Necker Island. Like all these things sound great, but the lows were low. You know, there were periods where I questioned do I want to do this? Do I like what I'm doing? And I talked about this on a a previous episode where there were periods where I hated part of the business and it made me question things. I went through periods of imposter syndrome thinking about how can I actually get to this next level? Um, I went through periods of a lot of cash flow that was, you know, getting put out from the business and I had to trust that we were going to have that return. So there's been a lot of learning lessons along the way where as a business has grown, I realized it took a little bit longer for my mindset to catch up with that. So I want to share some of the the qualities and the characteristics that I have seen. um, And I'd love to hear from you too. So if you're listening to this, definitely connect with me on Instagram. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. But one of the qualities I know I've taken, I've seen clients take and really just embody is resilience. And I know it can be a cliche thing, but it really is so fucking true. Um, you need to be resilient to be in this world of entrepreneurship at the end of the day, because you are going to get knocked down every day. You're going to have things that, you know, rattle you to your core, not every day, hopefully, but these things are going to come, whether it's, you know, maybe you don't have a a month where the sales are coming in like you normally expected, or maybe there's a year of a recession, or maybe there's another pandemic, who knows, but there's going to be periods where you have to go through the tough shit in your business, whether it's making hires or fires, it's making investments in yourself, it's trusting that 
you know, this next thing that you're doing is going to work. And I'll give you an example. So we're developing an app right now and a new community, and we have completely... I don't want to say refined and and shifted, but we've refined the services that we have been offering over the last few years to get to this next level. And, you know, most people would say, why are you doing that? It works. But I know for us to get to the long-term vision, I know that we have to up-level in a different way and it's different than what we've been doing now. But from the outside looking in, it looks great developing an app, developing a new community, but it also has required so much faith on my end, so much faith, because I am taking, you know, the feedback from people in my community, you know, the feedback on the market research as, you know, a valid proof of concept, but truly we won't know until we launch this at the end of the day. And that requires so much faith and trust and just being extremely resilient. So that's the first thing that I've just noticed with founders that just continuously grow is that they will be resilient in getting themselves back up again. Because like I said, you're going to get knocked down And I've seen a lot of founders get knocked down in business and in life. And, you know, the ones that continuously bounce back and keep growing are the ones that stop feeling sorry for themselves, are the ones that, you know, keep moving forward despite any setbacks or adversity. So that's number one. The second thing is that they are continuously innovating. And I just talked about this on social media, but this is so important, guys, With the rise of technology, with the rise of artificial intelligence, you're seeing it everywhere. One of the things that I do every morning is I always read different types of uh, platforms like McKinsey and Bain and Harvard Business Review and things like that. And you're seeing artificial intelligence everywhere across every single industry. And not to say that you need to go and, you know, build tons of robots in your, your business, but it does mean that you need to innovate within your business, whether it's innovating the way that you deliver your services, innovate the way that you show up online, innovate maybe technology in your business in some capacity. But as business owners, you need to innovate. And I see this even from working with clients that are you know corporate entities that are stuck in the old ways of doing things. And if you have that mindset of, oh, well, if this worked for the last few years, it's going to work for the next 10 years, you're going to get left behind eventually, right? And it's one of those things that you just need to be constantly thinking about and staying ahead of the curve, staying ahead of the market, always being 10 steps ahead. And with that, this also requires you to zoom out and really take a look at what you're actually building, Far too many times we see our founders who have built really expensive hobbies for themselves. What do I mean by that? They built businesses where if they needed to step away or walk away, their business would crumble. Their business would not be able to make it. So you really need to get clear on where you're going, why you're doing what you're doing, and what's the long-term intention there. And this directly impacts your intuition. And what I have found is that the founders that continuously scale or should I say even quote unquote quantum leap in their business are the ones that are deeply connected to their intuition. And what do I mean by that? A lot of our founders, especially in our community, Ancient House, you know, they're ex-corporate, they're coming from corporate or, you know, they're service writers or consultants or agency owners of some capacity 
where they are trading, you know, their time for a return or money, right? So they're trading a deliverable for money. And for some people, they get to the point where they want to diversify their revenue. They want to have other means of bringing revenue that doesn't require their time. But far too many times I see people get stuck into, well, this works, this makes me a lot of money, so I am not going to shift what I'm doing. You need to tap into your intuition to get to the next level. And I'll give you an example. One of my clients in one of our masterminds came in and she had a PR agency and, you know, at the time was like, I want to grow the PR agency. I kid you not within a month of working together. And this is after a multi five figure investment, right? So multi five figure investment into the Thrive Collective. She said, I hate this. I don't want to do this anymore. I need to shift. Now, granted in her situation, she made her shift, you know, very rapid and, you know, did not wait. Long story short, she grew her audience on TikTok to over half a million followers in like a two or three month span, started collaborating with brands, you know, landed a brand partnership upwards of, you know, um, $50,000, $60,000, right? Just from making the decision, making the change. But what was really, really interesting with this specific client was that she trusted her intuition to know that what she was doing was not going to get her there. And I have so many stories like this, guys, so many stories of founders who have really leaned into their intuition to change the trajectory of their business. And I share this so many times. Um, This was about two years ago when we were in the earlier stages of business where we were going the full agency route. And I thought I wanted the big team, the big office, and quickly realized that it's not what I wanted. And I offloaded half of our roster within a six-month span after hiring four full-time team members. So you need to trust your intuition. The same way when we bought this farm, right? A lot of people thought we were nuts for acquiring 160 acres of farmland. Like, we're not farmers, right? By any means, we're learning. But, you know, I trusted our intuition to know, like, no, this is actually the right step that I need to take. So... Going back to that, trusting your intuition, not trying to conform to what people expect of you is a big one as well. And the last one I want to talk about is making decisions quickly, but from a grounded perspective. This is something that I have noticed with a lot of our high-performing founders is that they're able to make decisions fast. And when I say that, they're able to make decisions from a grounded grounded place, right? Like they know deeply who they are and where they are going. And there's this unwavering confidence that comes with that. Not to say you're going to feel confident every single day, but they're able to make decisions from this confident place. And I think that's something that's really, really important as the CEO of any type of company is that you need to know how to make decisions for the business that will put it in the right trajectory. And you have to trust in full faith that whatever you're deciding to do will get you there. So making decisions quickly, being resilient, innovating within your, within your industry and just really, really creating that deep intuition with yourself are some of the qualities that I've just noticed across the board from clients and even in myself that I've reflected on that have helped us grow and expand in business, but also in life. And this just comes from doing the work, right? Getting really clear and facing, you know, your quote unquote shadows and, you know, going through the healing process. I always 
say that being an entrepreneur is really about healing yourself. And it's so, so true because it's 80 to 90% mindset and personal growth as a founder and 10 to 20% of strategy at the end of the day. So I hope this was helpful. I'd love to hear your feedback on this. And if you love this episode, I'd love to hear a review, see your feedback. You can leave a review below and I'll see you on the next episode.